I want to take a quick second to promote a business that's a friend of the podcast and also a person who runs it as a friend of mine, and that is Sick Little Creations. So you can find it on Redbubble. There's amazing uh, stuff on there. You can find artwork, stickers, um, some clothing, a bunch of other stuff. Find it on redbubble.com. You can also uh, find more of her work at Pinterest. Be sure to check that out. It's really amazing work. So any at any time you have, you need to get a gift for someone. Like I know we're, you likely just missed Mother's Day, but still you do have, you do have Father's Day coming up. There's still birthdays. There are a variety of other holidays that you can go for. So definitely be sure to check that out. And that's the Sick Little Creations. And you can find that on Redbubble, and also be sure to follow her on Pinterest as well. Hi everybody, this is Matt Kirby, and welcome to a brand new episode of Grouping Harmony, a podcast all about music. Today, we're doing my initial Grammy predictions, um, so we'll get into that in just a second, but let's first do my shameless self-promotion before we dive in. I have a Facebook page, it's called Grouping Harmony. Make sure you give that a like, because I post on there whenever I have any updates about the podcast, whenever I release a new episode, or... Whenever I have any new uh, posts for my music blog, Feeling Groupy. So for Feeling Groupy, I just recently had a post uh, which was ranking Bring the Horizons albums. It was released uh, specifically on October 30th, which was the um, the anniversary of Bring the Horizons debut album. Um I say it was really specific for, for that. I got kind of lucky and realized that it happened to be that day as I was about to release it. Um, but beside the point, it's out there. Be sure to read it. Um, I also have a basketball blog that has a separate Facebook page. It's Baller Trademark yet. I'm going to have some posts with that soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that because I'll have a bunch coming that I'm really looking forward to. And as for uh, Feeling Groupy, I'm going to have another blog post very soon with that one uh, relate that will... Uh, relate to this podcast episode i'll get into more details about that in a couple minutes so now as for today so we're going to be doing grammy predictions i one thing that i like doing every year it's um if you've listened to a bunch of episodes you might know that i love making predictions and sometimes i can be spectacularly right and sometimes i can be spectacularly wrong of course, the best example of that that I'm sure I've said before, but uh, so apologies if you've heard this before and I'm repeating myself with this, but the one that always comes to mind with this is in, I think it was 2012 um, when I did this, I predicted that there'd be two bands that would be not only the face of psychedelic pop, but could be two of the bigger rock bands in the world. One of them I hit it right on the head as... Tame Impala is now massive and headlining shows. And the other one is Unknown Mortal Orchestra, so I totally missed the mark on that one. But beside the point. Um, so, I, but yeah, and with the, in terms of the actual nominations, there are some that I tend to get spectacularly right with this one too. Um, but a lot of them, in the past, there's been uh, cases where, frankly, artists that artists or releases that no one predicted or seemingly no one predicted wound up being a finalist now um uh 
as for a brief overview about my predictions, so I, for the actual nominations, when we when they announced the nominees, uh, before leading up to the show, I'll uh predict all of I'll make predictions for all of the awards, or not all the awards, but several of the awards, the ones that I feel like I can give some sort of qualified answer to, uh, for other for some of them I don't feel like I'm qualified or know enough information about those fields to given uh given educated prediction um classical music is a notable one that i'm not well versed enough in modern classical music to do that um but in terms of the actual predicting the nominations i only do the general field which is album of the year record of the year song of the year and best new artist the re i do that for a couple reasons but the biggest reason is because the whole or two reasons. First off, it gets really convoluted in terms of uh, how they determine the nominees, especially for the in the past for the genre specific ones. But also, it's a little bit weird with how they determine what genre is which. So, um, as such, I don't like getting into the weeds of predicting what I think they'll determine different genres to be. Um, now. Before we actually get into the predictions, I want to uh, discuss some changes that could impact the predictions and also some notable uh, either non-submissions or artists who are declared ineligible for certain awards. So for the most of the, uh, so there are a bunch of changes this year. There are a bunch that were changes in names to to what the Grammys thought was a better description of the name, and there were, but there were actually some major changes. Majority of them were not impacted by the um by the um, or most of them don't impact the general categories. Um, some things that are changed. Um, probably the biggest one is uh the way is um the elimination of nominations or not review committees in general and genre fields. So the way that it will work was previously um, they would uh, have a certain number of artists or individuals in the, that would represent the different genres or even like the general field to determine um the final selection of the nominees in part based on the um in part based on the votes um they uh the grammys have announced that it is changed so now it will do it to determine it solely based on the votes now of course since they uh the grammys have not been transparent in the past about the voting process which I mean, admittedly, a lot a lot of awards aren't, um, but still, um, and since they have dealt with uh, allegations of corruption in the past, I wonder how. I don't know if, in terms of nominations, there will be any major changes as a result of that. Um, but I, uh, but I am still considering that this change will occur has occurred so that it might impact the impact of voting and it is sounding like that the reason that they made this change 
was because of uh, last year when The Weeknd didn't get a single nomination despite uh, having what was going into the uh, the nominations, seemingly a frontrunner for, uh, um, for Album of the Year and Record of the Year, as well as a strong candidate for Song of the Year. Um, and then they are, and they are, they have like some other changes. Um, but that one is really the biggest one that impacts the general one. Um, they also are changing for, uh, to allow featured artists to be eligible for, uh, for album of the year. If they're featured on an album, I have mixed opinions on that. Um, really, but that's more so just because of the current guidelines for best new artist. Um, and, uh, and probably the other big change is that this year they're all, the eligibility period is 13 months. So what last year they had changed the eligibility period so that it would be from September 1st, 2020 or 2019 until August 31st, uh, 2020. Um, this year they've changed it so that it's, uh, September 1st, 2020 through September 30th, 2021. If I had to guess, I would guess that the reason for this is because of, uh, is because they probably are trying to go back to having the art of the months the uh, eligibility months be um, from October through September. And I know for compared to a lot of award shows where like, for instance, you have like, I think most notably the, the Oscars, it is like beginning of the year to the end of the year. So there have been people wondering, well, it's weird that like three of the months are in the pre in the net going to be in the next year, which is a bit convoluted. Um, I think when I was younger, I was opposed to that, but I think now it, now I'm at the mindset that I think it's more so just so and they have time to uh, review the different uh, genre specifics because like uh, with each entry, they have to review it to make sure that it qualifies for that said genre. Um, so like if, for instance, like in the case of Casey Musgraves, they, uh, when she had, it was submitted, her album was submitted as a country album. They reviewed it, LS2 reviewed it and determined that it was a pop album. Um, so, uh, which, I mean, I have my issues with that based on how much country is, country music is now similar to pop music, but beside the point, that's not important here. Um, so now I do just want to mention some notable artists who didn't submit now, of course, or aren't eligible for Sooner Wars. Now, what I will say with the caveat here is that I don't, there, for a lot of these, I don't know for sure which so uh which artists i don't know every artist that is de declared eligible for best new artist i also don't know uh which uh what releases were officially submitted for different things including for song and record of the year some art if artists had multiple so uh, multiple releases that would make sense i don't know which of those were officially uh, submitted. That said, um, with this one, uh, I did my best with a bunch of them, but here's some that, and but there are some that I know for certain were submitted and some that I know for certain were not. Um, probably the most notable one is that 
you won't see Drake hear Drake's name as a nominee for song or record of the year because well he submitted his album for album of the year and he submitted multiple songs for different awards he did not submit a song any songs for song or record of the year so you won't see any for those ones um the weekend last after he was snubbed last year vowed to not submit anything again um he held true to that promise and did not submit any of his solo releases however he is featured on a kanye song that um, was submitted so at least at the minimum for record of the year likely for both song and record of the year um so with that one uh we'll be potentially hearing his name there um and then uh a bunch of they uh billboard published an article that discussed a bunch of artists who would be eligible for um for best new artist including several that i originally hadn't um expected would be which i think i'd initially promised this a few days before it's being released uh that's because the delay was because i found this article and saw that there were a bunch of frankly the biggest one was the new artist category where there were a bunch of artists that i was not expecting would be eligible that were declared eligible um but they also this billboard article also had a bunch that were that discussed ones that were declared ineligible um morgan welland was probably the most notable name um to be declared ineligible um the reason that there was a question that there was questions about his eligibility was because he according to the current rules for best new artist um which we'll get into in a little bit but the biggest question real big one of the big things with it is that you couldn't have been uh nominated for a grammy award earlier and he hadn't been but that said they determined that he had previous enough success previously to deem him ineligible several uh some others that were included in that one were 24k golden uh flo millie don toliver claro conan gray and uh, snow allegra um some of I think some notable ones here, 24K Golden, I didn't have him as a finalist, but I thought he would be eligible because, well, uh, uh, because his break, well, his breakthrough hit Mood was released last year. His debut album was released this year. So I didn't know how they would deem, determine that one. Um, Claro was a no, probably the biggest one that I was surprised by. Um, I actually had her as the second most likely for best new artist before, uh, before I saw this one so obviously I readjusted it um and a few of these other ones I was a little bit surprised by um but without further ado let's dive into my predictions so before we predict what I will say is that um I will make a bold statement here and say that I don't believe that there were any there's any locks this year for any nomination now um for but uh, for for album of the year, song of the year, and record of the year, I think part of that is because I uh, there are so many that are possible, and several that stand out above the others. That there is that just because of that you could have something wacky happen, like what I'm expecting to happen with uh, rap album of the year. In terms of best new artist, though, I originally thought that there was only one that was even close to a lock. And that the, a bunch of others that were like, eh, it could stand out. 
but ever after Billboard released their list, I think that there are some that seem more likely. Um, and with the with the way that they're changing the awards, I think that uh, this one is uh, it changes it a little bit, but still, I don't think there's officially any locks. But and and I will confess, part of that might be me compensating for last year when I had multiple uh, releases that and artists that I cleared as locks. And most, a lot of them weren't not weren't nominated, um, including best new artists. I had three locks and one was to, one was nominated, so that was a bit of a surprise. But alas, um, we're going to well, let's go through the best new artist nominees. So while I didn't think that there was any locks, I think there's nine that I think stand out as most likely here. Um. I and there's a bunch that I think are possible. Um, also, part of that will depend on who is declared eligible because there's a bunch of artists that I'm not sure whether they will be. Although the nine that I think are most likely are have all been declared eligible by the Grammys for this award. And what this award is is um, this one effectively it's not looking at like an artist who just released their first album it's looking at an artist who really came into popular opinion or is uh, now a notable became notable in the popular eye in that eligibility period which is interesting that which really annoys me then that in that case that you have uh someone like 24k golden who is determined ineligible declared ineligible but they've announced that there are several artists who are eligible that i that that had popularity beforehand, but beside the point, I, I'm never, I, I'm not a fan of that award. Just this award, just because of that. But beside the point, let's uh, get into my predictions. I think the closest artist to a lock that I think is likely between eighty-five to ninety percent chance of making it, maybe even as high as ninety-five, is Olivia Rodrigo. Now, um, she she released her debut album this year, Sour. It hit number one in the U.S., received critical acclaim. Um, every, every song on the album ended up hitting the top 30, um, including two number one hits, um, a number three hit, number nine hit, and a number 12 hit, 14 hit, 18 hit, or 15 hit rather, 16 hit, 19, 24, and 29. Um, she previously had another song that peaked at 90, but really there has been a lot of hype with her this year. And, uh, in this case, this... This feels like that there's a, a serious case where uh, she it does feel like a front runner here, um, which uh, is interesting because in the last few years there have been years where you, there have been t times where you didn't have a serious front runner, but last year I felt like Megan Thee Stallion was a clear front runner, and this year I think that Olivia Rodrigo is probably the clear front runner here. Um, the in uh, the reason that I don't consider her a lock here, which is probably, it's not probably sounds shocking. Um, but the reason I don't consider her a lock right now is one reason and one reason only. Um, well, um, actually two reasons. First off, she had previously done different acting for Disney, which, um, that didn't always, uh, in the past, there have been artists who previously have acted for Disney, ended up having a big debut album, and then didn't receive nomination for Best New Artist. Um, 
Like, I mean, you have pre artists who previously did TV acting, such as Ariana Grande and Selena, uh, uh, not Selena Gomez was what I was trying to say. I think she might've done that though, but uh, Demi Lovato was who they're trying to come up with and uh, they didn't receive nominations. Um, so that could hold her back. Also, one that I think is a little less likely is that she starred in uh, the High School Musical TV series. And I wonder if you will see if we will see a possibly a case of some voters considering that and think of that in the lines of boy bands who pre or solo member solo members previously in either boy bands or girl groups who really have not had good luck after they went solo in terms of Grammy nominations. Um, of course, there are exceptions like Justin Timberlake and uh, Beyonce, although Destiny's Child was a little bit different than um, some other girl bands or girl groups. Um, I mean, even as recently as Harry Styles, we saw him getting snubbed. And I wonder if that played a role in it. I don't think that will play a serious role in it, but that's why those two reasons are why it's not a lock. Still, she, according to um, Gold Derby, um, she has that she's currently betting favorite, um, and has the best odds. So I'm, and I'm not surprised by that. Second, most likely is one that I was surprised was declared eligible for the, uh, best new artist, considering he has already released two albums that hit the top 10 before this year. And that is Polo Chi. So, um, his third album was released this year, hit number one. Um, he, and his first two albums also received critical acclaim. Um, this one received positive reviews. Um, he has had a bunch of singles um, that have been successful. Previously had one in the top 20. This year had Rap Star, which hit number one. Um, also had um, some other ones that hit in the top 100. Um, I think the reason that I feel like he's not a lock is I always have doubts about if an artist is has had popularity beforehand if an if they're uh if the grammys decide that uh or if the voters decide that they are were they are right for best new artist also um he his style of music is probably uh might be more best defined it's like something like melodic rap or trap so i think that there's a case that uh that there that will find voters who opt not to vote for him as a result of being a trap artist because i mean for a best new artist, they have not had a ton of trap artists nominated. So Polo G feels like a perfect one to buck that trend. Um, of course, you also have Lil Nas X, who was previously nominated, although that was really interesting because he has been, through all of his releases, seemingly been a bit uh, genre-bending. Um, the third most likely candidate is another one I was surprised was declared eligible because I actually predicted she would be nominated last year. And that's Gabby Barrett. So, um, she, um, uh, it's interesting because her, uh, um, because she, her previous album, um, peaked at 27, but it, that one actually wasn't released in the eligibility period. Um, that one, that one was released in June last year which was why I uh, thought that it would be considered, uh, why she would be considered last year. Um, 
she also um had she had a promo single that was released during the eligibility period that uh wound up peaking at 78. She had two previous singles, one in 2019 that hit number three, one in 2020 that hit number 19. Uh, that said, it did peak at 19 during the eligibility period, which is why I think that there will be some consideration for her there. Um, she's a country musician. Uh, they usually have at least one country musician getting serious consideration. I think that uh, this, I think though that uh, because she didn't have as much, bi uh, as many big releases as she previously had during this year, I think that she might not get it. But I think that she uh, is one of the standout performers for country in this one. Uh, next one is Killoroy. Um, he released an album in 2020 that hit number one. Um, it, uh, but it really didn't take off until during the eligibility period this year. Um, it, uh, excuse me, uh, he had a number one hit. He had a number eight hit. He had a bunch of other songs that were in the top 100. I think that he has a good chance of getting in in the event of the voters choosing it because he does have a lot of popularity. Um, I thought that he was less likely to get in if they had just done it as the as if they had the nominating nominating committee finalized, but even still, he's not a lock because even though he has been popular, there are a bunch of people who don't like his music and don't think it's any good. So as such, I think that you he's not a lock for that reason. Um, but the rap pop trap artist singer slash rapper does have a fairly good chance of getting of getting nominated. Fifth most likely is Glass Animals, um, psychedelic pop group, uh, released their third album in 2020, um, and it peaked at number seven. Their second album, which was released a couple of years before, peaked at 20. Um, that's in part why I was so surprised that they were declared still eligible for this award. Um, they had a 2020 song that uh, hit, that reached number seven. Um, it did peak during the eligibility period. Um, for this year though even though it was released prior to it so uh, I think that's why they did consider them um, I think that there is a good chance that they could once they were declared eligible I think there's a good chance that they'll get nominated um, I think that they're not a lock though um, just because I think there's um, there are other options that I think are possible here and i think there are some that some artists kind of like uh what i mentioned with like gabby bear or polo g that might not consider them new enough um the next artist i want to mention is um actually the answer to a question that i had asked that i had asked i think as recently as last year which was could a K-pop artist be nominated for uh for a big four award? And uh, I thought that there was a possibility they could receive a nomination last year, but I didn't have them very high up this year. They were declared eligible, and that's Blackpink. So the K-pop girl group they released their second album, um, in uh at the at the beginning of the eligibility 
period last year. It got good reviews and peaked at number two in the U.S. They had a single that hit 59. Um, they previously had three songs that reached the top 40 and th and three other songs that peaked inside the top 100. I don't think it's a lock because there are other K-pop groups that will gain serious consideration. Um, uh, including uh, two that I won't actually discuss in depth here, but I think that uh, Monster X, who I believe I actually predicted would get a nomination last year, and uh, tomorrow, tomorrow together, tomorrow together, um, I think both of them also have a serious chance. I have them both in my top thirty, um, and there's a bunch of artists who could get a nomination here. Um, but I think Blackpink feels like the most likely of those artists. Um, also, I just wonder there if a K-pop artist will get a nomination. I think for one of these awards, I think that Blackpink really does fit the bill here and will be a good choice, especially now that they were declared eligible. Um, the next artist who I have is Phineas, which is an interesting one. So. Um, this is Billy Eilish's brother. Um, he had tech in technic by technicality, he is eligible even though he has previously won Grammys. But the technicality is that uh, one thing I didn't mention here with Best New Artist is that you're ineligible if you've previously won a Grammy. Um, but the catch is that. It has to be a Grammy where you're the you're the artist for it. In the case of Phineas, he wasn't the artist for it. He was songwriter producer for a bunch of Billie Eilish music, so he's won it for that. But he's never won it as a performer. As such, he is eligible for this now. Um, I'm I was a little bit surprised that he was declared eligible because his album was released after the eligibility period so that technically isn't supposed to be considered in that um that said i think the fact that his association with billy eilish i think makes him a good chance to get nominated it i wouldn't be too surprised though if he falls out of consideration um but even still i think that he does have a really good chance because billy eilish has so shown that there's a good chance that she'll get nominated. And then for the eighth one, because there's eight nominees for each of these, I was torn between two for the last spot. Um, I went with Celeste here. Um, she's an R British R&B singer, or British-American R&B singer. So her debut album was released to critical acclaim and was hit number one in the UK. Um, she got nominated for a bunch of awards over there. Um, and one time, I think, she had multiple singles uh, and was featured on one that... Uh, end up trying to get number 12 on the rock charts. Um, I don't think she's a lock because of the lack of U.S. success, but even still, I think that because of the acclaim that she's earned, I could. I think that she has a good shot of receiving a nomination. Um, and then I will just a brief, brief, more briefly discuss eight other artists who I think have a chance. Um, so um, ninth most likely, I have Japanese Breakfast, um, indie experimental pop group. Um, their third album was released to critical acclaim and uh, hit number 56 in the U.S. charts. Uh, they also had uh, 
uh, song that charted at number seven on the adult alternative airplay charts. Um, I and I I do think that they have a serious chance because of their critical acclaim. If not, we could see them. I could see them getting nominated for some of the rock or alternative awards. Um, tenth most likely, I have Ruby Rose. I don't know for sure if she is technically eligible yet by the Grammy standard. I would guess that she will be because her debut mixtape, which uh, featured perf uh, performances or had featured performances from artists like Future and Party Next Door, um, it didn't chart in the U.S., but it was released in the eligibility period. She also was named to the XXL rookie class this past year, so I think that she, I think she could get a nomination, kind of like she could did last year when she didn't have a ton of commercial success, but was named to the xxl rookie class and then got a grammy nomination um and then 11th most likely i have walker hayes he is someone that i originally didn't have because i thought that he would be declared too uh too popular um because he had a previous album that ended up chart his last album peaked at 37 and he had a single that charted in the top 100 that said his he had an ep that ended up uh, peaking at 32 that was released this year but the bigger reason he's eligible is because he released the song fancy like which which so far has peaked at number three in the u.s and has been a massive song so i uh so i think that is a big reason why he was declared eligible um number 12 and 12th most likely is rod wave and um, it's blend of like rap trap r&b and he's another one that like polo g i was surprised was deemed eligible because he previously had um two other albums that were released in the top that reached the top 10 including his second album which peaked at number two but his third album uh this year peaked at number one um got positive reviews um he had three singles that he released uh one reached number 11 one reached number 16 one reached number 22 um he had a, I think every song on the album he released and the deluxe version either peaked in the top 100 or on the bubbling under charts, which effectively are like 101 through 125. Um, and yeah, he really, he, he, his popularity did explode this year. So, so I can get behind that. Um, 13th most likely is Ava Max, which is interesting because she is most known for the song, uh, Hoopa Psycho, um, which was released a few a couple years ago, and hit, hit number ten. That said, she did have a two songs twenty twenty that um reached the top one hundred, one at thirteen, one at forty five. But bigger reason was that her uh, debut album was released during the eligibility eligibility period and peaked at number twenty seven. I don't think that there that she'll get a nomination though, just because enough people will think of, will just think of sweep a cycle and not think of anything else and think oh that was a while ago um that said i think that she does have a chance though 14th most likely i have uh julian baker um and uh sure her third album was her best commercial album so far it peaked at 39 it received critical acclaim she had a couple of songs that charted on the the um adult alternative airplay charts and I, this one kind of reminds me of, of her, uh, of her, uh, fellow, uh, of her, one of her fellow members 
in the supergroup Boy Genius, uh, Phoebe Bridgers, who was nominated last year, um, except a case for the case. The difference, big difference, in my opinion, is that Phoebe Bridgers has found more popularity online than Julian Baker has. So I think that'll be a big difference, but don't rule her out even still. Um, next, 30th, or the 15th, most likely, rather, is Queen Nyjah. Um, she released her debut album this year. It hit number nine in the U.S., um, got really good reviews. Uh, she had a single that peaked at 17 on the bubbling under charts, effectively being set at chart at 117. She also had two other songs that previously reached the top 100. Um, yeah, I think that she is definitely one to watch because of popularity. And also, um, I feel like in our, an R&B artist who does have success, a lot of success in the album charts, you don't want to rule out. Um, then the sick, the last artist I'll mention, the 16th most likely is Hardy. Um, while he previously has done some writing for different artists and I think some production, he actually, he never was nominated for a Grammy for his solo career, for uh, anything that he had released solo. Um, and uh, he has debut album that was released this year, um, reached 24. He had a single that was released that hit 20, 30, 33. Um, and uh, he had some other singles that found success in the country charts. Um, I And he also has been nominated for some of the different country awards for Best New Artist. I don't think that... I think that because his album got more mixed to positive response than a necessarily positive response, I think that could be a possibility to rule him out. And also I think that, there, that he didn't have the popularity that some other artists did. Um, and now... Since I did admit that Ruby Rose is one that I'm not certain is eligible. Um, so the next one that I have, the 17th most likely in case Ruby Rose is ineligible, is also one I'm not sure is if has been declared eligible, and that's Lainey Wilson. But 18th, Sweetie. Um, so if Ruby Rose would, is and Lainey Wilson aren't declared eligible, then Sweetie would, be thus, would move up to 16th. Um, and I know there's a bunch of artists who have been de who are declared eligible that I didn't mention here that might come as a surprise. That's just because I think there it really is a loaded field this year, and there's a lot of ones who not only are definitely eligible who could have a serious chance, but also ones that could be eligible who have a serious chance. So this could be a wild one to see. The next one that we'll get into is is record of the year. So before we actually get into the record of the year, I just, just want to clarify this, the difference between record of song of the year. Um, record of the year is, uh, the big thing with record of the year is that, uh, it, it looks at the pr actual performance of the song, whereas the song of the year theoretically looks at the song writing of the song. So, um, Technically, actually, the song of the year, um, the nominees for that one, are uh, um, aren't actually the performers themselves, but the songwriters. Whereas the record of the year, there's a bunch of nominees, but um, but the performers are included in that. For the sake of record of the year, song of the year, and album of the year, I will only list the who the performer is and not list anyone else who would be eligible in terms of producer, songwriter, um 
mastering engineer, etc. Um, so for record of the year, this was another one that I think there's a bunch that have a serious chance. Um, I'll go through the t uh, the 16 most likely, and then I'll uh, give I'll mention the other ones if um, uh, for once that because I have two that I'm not certain were submitted um, in my top 16. So most likely one, in my opinion, is driver's license by Olivia Rodrigo. That one is also um, on um, Gold Derby, the most uh, the best odds right now. I th I think that that one is. Well, none of them are a lock. I think that just because it was such a popular song this year, I, um, I think that it does have a, and the song received critical acclaim. I think that it really does have a serious chance of getting it. Um, second most likely is uh, "Leave the Door Open" by Silk Sonic. So, um, for Silk Sonic, I think that uh, the um, that was uh, Anderson Pox and uh, Bruno Mars's collaboration um it received critical acclaim was a massive hit um both that and driver's license both reached number one um so i think that uh there is a serious chance that we'll see that we'll see that one as well um especially since bruno mars has historically gotten a lot of love for the grammys um third most likely is montero call me by your name by lil nas x Another song that hit number one and received critical acclaim. It also, there was a lot of talk about it because of the music video. Um, and I mean, even though there was some controversy among um, typically more conservative uh, viewpoints uh, with Montero, that one, I mean, it reached the point where because it was so talked about, it reached the point of where you might have had the argument for uh, the case of no publicity is bad publicity. So it was a massive hit. I think that it makes sense for that one to be nominated. Fourth most likely is Willow by Taylor Swift. Um, I think it has, a, if there's a chance that it misses this one, um, and I think that it's more suited for Song of the Year, but even still, the song was praised to hit number one. It's Taylor Swift who, while isn't necessarily a lock to get nominated, typically does get a lot of nominations. So I think that I feel pretty good about her being nominated here. Um, the fifth most likely might be a bit of a surprise, but it's Rap Star by Polo G. So this one, it, it was a the song was praised. It hit number one. And really, I think this kind of reminds me of the box by Roddy Rich last year. So the thing with this one, though, the big difference, in my opinion, with that one is that while, um, while it was like the songwriting I think the songwriting received more praise for uh with the box than for a rap star, but I think that the production received a lot of praise for this one too. So that's why I think that it's more likely for record of the year rather than song of the year. Um six most likely is Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. I will say this one with the caveat. A Billie Eilish song is without a doubt going to be uh going to be submitted for this one. And has been like I'm sure has been submitted. The issue is I'm not sure which one is was the song that was submitted. Um, well, uh, therefore I am was their song that peaked at the highest level. Um, a lot of people are predicting happier than ever. Is, a lot of publications have predicted happier than ever 
has the best odds of being nominated and also was the one that was predict was that was submitted. Now the issue is that the ones that the places that I've seen it quote unquote reported as being submitted also have Drake songs as being submitted um by for song and record of the year, which is which has been confirmed as not true. So that's why I'm hesitant to confirm this one is the is the submission, but I feel really good about this one being the one that's submitted. And I feel really good about this one being the nominee because um, she has gotten nominations for song and record of the year each of the for each of the last two years. And her album was really popular. And I think there might be people that will just see Billie Eilish and say, oh, Billie Eilish and vote for her. Um, and uh, that one is the f first one out of the top six are the top ones I mentioned that uh, isn't that didn't hit number one. This one peaked at number 11. Um, the seventh most likely song is Stay by the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. I think this one was a this one was a really popular song. Um, typically, the most popular songs um, and, and the ones that chart at number one for the longest typically end up getting a record of the year nomination. And well, we'll get into the song that peaked the uh, that peaked at number one the longest in a little bit. Um, but I think this one does have a I think this one does have a uh, serious chance to get a nomination for this one, even if just especially now that it's switched so that uh the so that it is just done based on fan votes to determine the nominees. Um, eighth most likely, in my opinion, is Kiss Me More by Doja Cat featuring SZA. Um, so this one peaked at number three in the U.S. Um, it was an immensely popular song and got hyped a lot, got a lot of hype, whether it was from the performances, from the music video, whatever. I think that that popularity will help it get a nomination. Um, as for eight others that I think are possible, um, Forever After All by Luke Combs, um, he Frequently gets nominations, although his last album didn't give him any major nom award nominations. Um, but this one hit number two in the U.S. I think I feel pretty good about this one. Have uh, getting a nomination. Um, another country song that has a serious chance is "Fancy Like" by Walker Hayes. I think that just its popularity, especially its popularity online, does give it a really good chance. Um, especially since the Grammys in recent years have been trying to also. Uh, seemingly nominate uh, artists who have had an online presence at which I think is the reason that Jacob Collier uh, ended up with an album of the year nomination last year um, and then 11th most likely Positions by Ariana Grande um, another song that hit number one immensely popular song um, got positive reviews was um, compared to some previous work of um, Mariah Carey and Justin Bieber, both of whom have had a lot of success with nominations. Um, so that one is one to watch. One that I do want to talk about a tiny bit more actually here is Butter by BTS. Now, the catch is that it was the song in the eligibility period that that stayed at number one for the longest period. The catch is that name a K-pop song that has received a nomination for a song or record of the year. Exactly. So... I think that uh, that's why I don't think they're a lock. The only reason if it had been in, that's why I was also wondering if uh, a case like Despacito would be a lock because uh, 
like uh there isn't a ton of like a uh, spanish language songs that get a nomination there so i'm not sure if butter is a lock i am eyeing this this is one that i am eyeing though um because i seriously think that one could sneak into a nomination there especially with it just being so loaded um 14 or 13th most likely rather is fight for you by her um it was included in Judas and the Black Messiah, um, ended up winning uh, an Oscar for um, for a song and a film. Um, and uh, I think that that one is, and this one was the song that she submitted. So I, I could seriously see it. Uh, 14th most likely is a song that I'm not 100% certain was submitted. Um, the KT by uh, Bad Buddy and Jai Cortez. Um, I hit number five in the U.S. was a massive hit. Um, got praise. Um, there isn't a, hasn't been a ton of uh, Latin trap reggaeton songs that have had much Grammy success, especially in the in the general fields. So I'm not sure how that will play out. But if there was a song, I feel like this is the one that you would that would be nominated. Fifteenth um, most likely is "Peaches" by Justin Bieber featuring Daniel Caesar and Gifon. Um I. It's a popular song, received enough praise. Um, Justin Bieber usually is successful with nominations. Um, last year was an exception, but I think that was just because the al his album was just, um, to be blunt, just such a bad album. Um, but uh, I think that one is one to watch. Um, and then 16th most likely is You Should Probably Leave by Chris Stapleton. I think that one does have a serious chance to get a nomination here. Um, especially since Chris Stapleton has had success with uh, the big four Grammys in the past when his debut album ended up getting nominated for album of the year. Um, I think that one is a serious one to watch and not rule out. Um, and then, so to make up for the two songs that I'm not certain will be nominated. Um, 17th, most likely I'm not sure was submitted. Um, and that was, if I Didn't Love You by Jason Aldean and Carrie Underwood. 18th most, like, 18th most likely, I know was submitted, and that was Seven Summers by Morgan Wallen. 19th most likely, I'm not sure if was submitted, Motley Crue by Post Malone. 20th most likely, I know was submitted, Hurricane by Kanye West featuring The Weeknd and Little Baby. Um, but, um, so if, uh, so if the, so if there were songs that I wasn't sure if they were submitted, if they weren't, then, um, we would add in Seven Summers and Hurricane. That said, I'm sure a Billie Eilish song was nominated for this one. I'm just not sure which one it was. So let's go over the song of the year category. I'm, uh, so with this one, um, there's four in my top 16 that I'm not sure if they were nominated, um, including two of my predicted nominees. I'm not sure if they were nominated. Um, and this one, I'm not going to go into a ton of, as much depth as I did with record of the year with the, them, uh, if I had already discussed the song, um, but I will go into some as to why I think, um, so I think the most likely one is actually not Olivia Rodrigo, even though she is a betting odds favorite currently for nomination here right now, I have it as silk Sonics leave the door open. And the reason for that is two guys who already have had a lot of success with the Grammys in the past gracing the stage at the Grammys, put together a jaw-dropping performance that received praise, the song received praise, ended up being a smash hit, and outside of um, 
some performances by uh, Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and then Lil Baby was the most talked about performance. And mind you, the those the performances by Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and Lil Baby weren't talked about because of the necessarily the performance itself, but more so because for Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion's case was because it was uh, hypersexualized, and then for uh, and then for uh, Lil Baby, it was because of uh, it's a politically outspoken one, which both of those performances did receive some controversy, especially from uh, more conservative outlets. Um, but as but that said, I think that this song feels really good to uh, get a nomination here. It's not a lock, and that's not because it doesn't deserve a nomination. It's just because it was, it really was is just a case, in my opinion, of. There's so many possibilities here. Um, second most likely is Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Same kind of thing. Massive commercial success, um, but received a lot of praise, especially for both Silk Sonic and Olivia Rodrigo for their writing, which I think is will be a big part of it. Um, third most likely one, Willow by Taylor Swift. And that one received critical acclaim for its writing. Um also certainly helps as Taylor Swift also certainly helps that she normally does well and get nominated for this category and also certainly helps that it hit number one in the U.S. Um, fourth most likely is Happier Than Ever by Billie Eilish. As I mentioned I with previously for Record of the Year, I'm not sure if this was the song that was submitted for Song of the Year by her. I'm sure a song was submitted. Um, I'm just not sure which one. I But like Record of the Year, it's sounding like that she submitted this one for song of the year as well so i uh so i have her uh being i have her getting a nomination here because even though it hit number 11 in the u.s it did receive some praise for its writing um so that one would make sense for her to be nominated fifth most likely i have fight for you by her um especially considering the fact that she is the reigning winner in this field with uh i with i can't breathe um and the fact that uh she uh um that this song did receive praise it makes so much sense for this one to be nominated here six most likely montero call me by your name by lil nas x um this one isn't a lock um, and none of them are locked, but this one, it, there's a reason this one's only sixth. Um, it wouldn't surprise me too much if this doesn't get nominated, just because of competition. But I do think that this one does have a serious chance for a nomination here as well. Um, I think that because it was really, I think it because it was a really popular song and did receive a lot of praise, I think that will all help it. Um, seventh most likely is one I'm not certain was submitted. But it really is sounding like was. And that is Let Me Love You Like a Woman by Lana Del Rey. Um, so on her previous album, uh, she received a nomination for this category. And the song, while it received while it got the production of the song got mixed reviews, the writing of the song received a claim. So I think that that will really help out her cause here. Um, this one isn't a lock in part because of I think that I don't know that she's I think we might find that she's not as popular as the voters might think or as the nominating committee thought she was um, amongst the voters. But and also if 
this one is wasn't submitted but i think it was so i think there's a good chance that it gets a nomination and uh even despite not charting in the top 100 which also um fight for you by her also didn't chart in the top 100 um and eighth most likely song of my opinion which peaked at 43 is you should probably leave by chris stapleton um i think that one was one that received a lot of praise for its writing um and also its performance which even though it's supposed to be just based on the writing a lot of times the performance does play a role in it so i think that there is a good chance that this one does get a nomination too although it, there is a good chance it doesn't as well which is why i have an eighth um as for the next date um ninth most likely is forever after all by luke combs um it did receive praise for being sweet song and sometimes emotions help in that case and also i mean it was a massively popular song so that helps too um tenth most likely is kiss me more by doja cat featuring SZA, mainly for the same reasons that i mentioned before although i think there were more people were talking about the production and the performance rather than the songwriting for it um 11th most likely is i'm not a woman i am a god by halsey um i think that while halsey has not had a lot of grammy success and uh previously and actually criticized the grammys after getting snubbed last year i think that um she could get some looks this year because the album was highly praised commercially successful um and uh this one was well received so i think we could there's a chance there 12th most likely is peaches by justin bieber featuring daniel caesar and Giveon. um same kind of stuff as before and also same thing like justin bieber it's not surprising when you see him getting nominated for these kind of things um 13th most likely is Dakiti by bad bunny and uh jack ortiz cortez um it i feel like it would make more sense for record of the year but that said i still think that it does stand out as a possibility for song of the year as well um so definitely watch out for that um 14th most likely is bad habits by ed sheeran it peaked at number two in the u.s um and his music typically does receive some sort of grammy nominations so um not a lock for it but i but it is certainly possible especially for a category like song of the year where it's popular 15th most likely is positions by ariana grande um uh, a popular song well i think it's more likely for record of the year it did receive there the writing did receive praise too so it could be for song of the year 16th most likely is another one that didn't peak in the u.s diamond studded shoes by yola um she previously was nominated recently for uh uh for best new artist and uh and this year her her album that was released this past year um received praise this song in per, uh particular say uh was well written all so i don't know for sure that it was submitted but if it was i could see this one having a shot um and then since there are four that i'm not certain about four others that i will mention are butter by bts stay by the kid Leroy and justin bieber seven summers by morgan wallen and up by cardi b now we get to album of the year so in this case the sick the top 16 most likely actually all of them have been either confirmed to have been submitted or i'm 99.999 percent certain were submitted so here um the most likely one it's also the best odds one 
it's Olivia Rodrigo, which is interesting because uh, with Sat her album Sour, which is interesting because you uh, because if she, right now she's the best odds for that, which would mean that if she get if she ends up winning all of them, that would mean that she is the third artist to have won all of them in the same year after Christopher Cross and I think I think in nineteen eighty one and then Billie Eilish a couple of years ago. Um, technically Nora Jones, well, uh, she well. Um, while her the a song of hers did win Song of the Year, she didn't w technically win that one because she was not the songwriter of it. Although she won the other three, um, but yeah, the album was crit critically acclaimed, and uh, really, I think what and it hit number one in the U.S. But I think one that's often considered is that uh is whether the individual songs on it um did well too, and in this case. I mean, every song chart in the top 30. So I think that that one has a serious shot. Um, and well, it isn't a lock. And that one's just because of the number of albums that I think have a serious shot. Um, like all the 16, I think are, have, do have serious shots. Um, the second most likely is Evermore by Taylor Swift. Um, another one that was critically acclaimed, um, hit number one in the U S um, I mean, it, uh, the album itself was just immense, immensely popular. Um, I, it's not necessarily a lock because it didn't have the same popularity as some of her other albums, but that said, it's Taylor Swift. Do you really want to rule her out for this one? Um, there have been very few cases where she didn't get a nomination for an album, for album of the year. So, um, third most likely is Back of My Mind by her. Um, the album got positive reviews, hit number six in the U.S., and her, well, this is her debut studio album. Her last two compilation albums wound up getting nominated for this category and didn't chart anywhere near as well. She also had some songs on this album that charted in the top 100. As such, this one, feel, I have a really good feeling about this one getting nominated. Uh, fourth, most likely, is Montero by Lil Nas X. Um, received critical acclaim, debuted at number two. Um, it, I think there were multiple singles on it that, uh, people are raving over so i think that one feels i feel pretty darn good about that one getting a nomination as well um fifth most likely is happier than ever so normally i would have like i think with the billy Irish's debut album i had it a lot higher and if you were to tell me that an album that received critical uh, received critical acclaim was by billy eilish and debuted at number one was there I would have expected that me to feel like that it was the one of the top uh one of the top selections as possible. The issue is that I don't feel like this one got as much hype as some of her other releases. So that um especially her debut album. So I don't know and also the songs didn't get as much hype. I think so. I don't know that she is a lock here. I expect her to still get a nomination especially since uh, her last album ended up winning this award but if she but if she's not if she is nominated it wouldn't surprise me she doesn't get a win but that said i uh i i still think she will get a nomination um sixth most likely is planet her by doja cat um received positive reviews um hit number debuted at number two in the u.s uh, this one's another one that had multiple singles. Um, a lot of people are 
by being seriously thinking that this one will get a nomination. I, I don't think it's a lock, um, because I don't think it was as popular as the other ones I mentioned, but still it was a popular album. Well revered. It makes sense. Seventh most likely is certified lover boy by Drake. Now I originally didn't have this one up here this high. I originally had it in like the twenties for most likely, but then I read about the change with the, the, um, in terms of the, not how the nominating will work. And that changes everything in my opinion, because, uh, a lot of times with, uh, with the Grammys, you have to look at what, how many songs each artist hit. I had that from that album that charted, there were boatloads of success, commercially successful songs for that album. So I think, I think I'm pretty sure every album, I know every song charted on the top 100. I think every song I've charted in the top 40 also, um, it was a commercial, really big success. Every song, there's a chance. Don't quote me on this one, but every song might've charted in the top 20 as well. Um, in short, it was just a really successful out al- commercial, successful album in that regard. Uh, it did, it debuted at number one. It received more mixed reviews from critics, but and a lot of the songs on it also were uh, were often criticized, but I think that uh, it was popular enough that we could see it uh, that we could see it end up getting a nomination. And for eighth, most likely, I think there will be a country song that get, or country album rather that gets a nomination. I think the most likely one, ironically enough, is an album that was that is declared that was declared a pop album in terms of the genres, and that's uh, Starcross by Casey Musgraves. Um, her last album released ended up getting nominated and winning this award. Um, this one debuted at number three and got positive reviews. It was considered a bit of a letdown considering her, compared to her previous albums, especially her her last album, but that said, it was, it was still a popular album, and I think that that will be enough to get her the nomination. And now, eight other ones that I think have serious possibility. Um, ninth most likely positioned by Ariana Grande. Oh, that really stinks for her. Everyone, she like just missed it for my predictions. Um, but her album received positive reviews, uh, hit number one in the U S um, there is a serious chance that this one could get a nomination. Although Grande has had albums that didn't get nominations. Her last album did her previous album did receive a nomination for this one, but that album also got much better reviews from critics. So I don't think this one's a lot, but I think there were several songs that were popular on it also. So we could see that wind up getting uh getting a nomination. Tenth most likely is Justice by Justin Bieber. Um while it it got some critics were lukewarm on it, it ultimately got decent enough reviews. Like probably mixed to good mixed to positive reviews. Um, it was better reviewed than his previous album changes. Um, this one also debuted at number one in the U S um, it was really big commercial success. Um, multiple songs that were successful and he typically does get nominations for these awards. So, um, don't rule him out. 11th most likely is good news by Megan Thee Stallion. I originally had her, this one album as higher up um, prior to learning about the change. Um, I originally actually didn't have Planet Her or Certified Lover Boy in there. I had Good News and another hip-hop album that we'll get to soon. 
Um, but uh, this one got critical received critical acclaim, hit number two in the U.S. I think the and it, well, it did have some singles on it that were successful. It didn't have as many as other albums ahead of it, which is why I think outside of Starcrossed, which is why I think that this one will miss out ultimately. Although, don't rule it out. She did just win a multiple Grammys, including Best New Artist last year. Um, 13th most likely, or 12th most likely, rather, uh, excuse me, is uh, another country album that I think has a serious chance, and that's Starting Over by Chris Stapleton. Um, Received critical acclaim, hit number three in the U.S. Um, It is one that really, uh, that really got, uh, um, really got good reviews like a lot of his releases but also i think a big thing to watch out for is that he his debut album did receive a nomination for this one well his last few didn't could this one break that streak and uh end up getting a nomination it's possible i think there will be one country nom- album nominated so if it's not starcrossed or if they determine starcrossed isn't country enough then we could see starting over nominated 13th most likely is the other rap album I originally had up there. Uh, Call Me If You Get Lost by Tyler the Creator. Critically acclaimed, hit number one in the U.S. Um, his last album ended up winning uh, Best Rap Album. I mean, in a nutshell, I, I mean, in like alternative universe, if you were not necessarily looking at the singles or like how eclectic Tyler the Creator is compared to other artists, this album makes so much sense to be nominated and would be nominated. The issue is that we aren't looking at it that way. And I think because it didn't have the commercial, the singles didn't have the commercial success they did. And also Tyler Creator's music is a bit more eclectic than some of the artists above him. I don't think he'll get the nomination. I hope he does though. I love this album. Um, and uh, I think that there is a, but there is a chance that he does. Um, 14th most likely is El Ultimo, El Ultimo, Tour del Mundo by Bad Bunny. Um, safe critical claim, hit number one in the US. Um, there, this one really does have a good, has a chance. The issue is that how much does Latin Trap or Reggaeton get nominations? Never. So, or that for the album of the year. So, but that said, has there been an album like this that makes sense to? The answer is. None that had serious consideration so uh, that I can think of. So it's possible. Um, 15th most likely is Chemtrails Over the Country Club by Lana Del Rey. Um, critical claim hit number two in the U.S. Uh, her previous album wound up uh, wound up getting nominated for this one. And it even had, a, it even had the F word in the title. So could we see this one get a nomination? Yeah, we could. Issue is that I don't think that it's a law compared to the other ones, and also especially with the change in how the voting works, the voting has worked. Um, and sixteenth most likely is if I can't have love, I want power by Halsey. Um, this one got like positive review, really good reviews. Um, debuted at number two in the U.S. Um, it's interesting because like the the reason I think this one has good, I think that it was submitted for best alternative album and i and the reason i think it has a good chance of getting nominated for that one is because you have trent reznor as a producer who of it being involved with it who has previously gotten a bunch of rock nominations 
The catch, though, is that he hasn't had anywhere near as many Album of the Year nominations with that one, and Halsey has frequently gotten snubbed for her solo work. So, I don't know how this album will fare in that regard. I think there is a chance that it does get a nomination. I think it's a little bit unlikely, though, um, because of past success and also lack of really successful singles. Now, one thing that I do want to mention also is in the past, there had basically always been an album that maybe didn't have as much commercial success as the other ones, like, or just had no, didn't chart in the top 100 even, or top 200. I mean, this one, the catch with this year, though, is that in my top 16, none of the albums I had in the top 16 that I mentioned there fell outside of the top 10. The lowest charting album I had was Back of My Mind by Her, which peaked at six. Um, so just as just a f five other albums to watch that didn't chart in the, the chart outside the top 10. Um, Baden Legos by Wizkid. Um, that one I actually have my 17th most likely. That one peaked at 28. Um, remember her name. I'm not certain if this one was submitted by him. Pretty sure it was. Um, that one uh, by Mickey Guyton. Uh, that one didn't pe didn't even chart on the Billboard 200, but peaked at number five on the Heat Seeker charts. Um, Stand for Myself by Yola, which peaked at 196. I'm also not sure if this one um, ended up getting a nomination, but I, I mean, will be was submitted rather. I think it will be though. Um, next most uh, next one. And that one I had, Mickey Guyton's album, I has 19th most likely. Um, Stand for my, uh, Yola's album, I has 22nd most likely. 28th most likely, Daddy's Home by St. Vincent. Um, I had uh, that one as, that one peaked at 16. I had that one as 20th most likely. And then The Ballad of Dude and Juanita by Sturgill Simpson. I had that one as 29th most likely. Um, at And that one peaked at 23. Um, but also... Um, one that I do also quickly want to mention, that's a possibility also. Another one that didn't chart in the top 200 is uh, Blue Weekend by Wolf Alice. Received critical acclaim, didn't really have any uh, U.S. charting success, but since it received critical acclaim, don't rule it out. Um, so before I go, if I do, I don't like making official predictions prior to the uh, prior to the Grammys but if I had to make a current prediction based on my predicted nominees um, I would say that uh, or actually not even based on my predicted nominees based on who I think would win now without even knowing the nominees I would say for Best New Artist Olivia Rodrigo feels pretty good um, Record of the Year I I do actually think it's going to be really close between Driver's License and Leave the Door Open but I think it will be Driver's License um, Song of the Year even though I have Leave the door open is most likely to win it. I think that driver's license is most, I mean, most likely to be nominated. Rather, I think driver's license is most likely to win, although don't rule out Willow. And for album of the year, I think it will be neck and neck between uh, Sour and Evermore. But I will give the edge to Olivia Rodrigo's Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, which would mean that I am predicting her to be the third, the. Th of the third artist to win all awards and the fourth time where um one artist or their releases won the won each of these awards now again with the caveat 
I have the right to change this. I probably will be changing this before uh, before the nominees are announced uh, later on in November. I think it's the 23rd is when they announce the nominees. Let me double check. Um, apologies, I didn't have that link open. I thought I had the link open, but it didn't. Yep, the 23rd. Um, okay. Um, and now, lastly, because I said at the beginning of the podcast that I had something related to this, uh, to the Grammys predict my Grammy predictions that'll come out. So, ultimately, I mentioned the top 16 for each of these. But there are 146 albums that I have as possibilities, 134th for Song of the Year and Record of the Year as possibilities, and 177 artists that I have as possibilities. Um, now, while not all of them are ones that I know, I don't know if all of these are nominated, are officially submitted, or eligible, but I'll clarify which ones aren't. But I'm going to release these without any description at all just uh my rankings for them in the in the blog so um so definitely feel free to check that out as well um and i'll post they'll come sometime this upcoming week but that's all for me today not including an album recommendation because this one is a long episode already uh thank you so much for listening hope you enjoyed it make sure you like the facebook page for a uh, feeling group of our um grouping harmony rather also like the Facebook page for uh, Isabella Trademarked Yet. Check out the blogs for Feeling Groupie and Isabella Trademarked Yet. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.